welcome to I Am Live. My name is Charles Toy, and this is the section in the evening in which we discuss discuss rather all things related to tech. So something that's on my tech plate for this evening, which I am very very excited about, is the fact that the uh, the Google cable, which is the subsea cable, when it's it's actually called Equino, has reached South African shores or actually African shores. It's part of the western part of Africa, reaching Ghana somewhere around there. But it will mean that in the next couple of months, South Africa will have better internet services provided. So if you make use of Google, uh, which all of us do, Google Maps, Google Cloud, Google Docs, whatever you, Google platform you're using, this will actually make it easier for us and we have a much, much more stable connection towards Google and internet, hopefully faster internet speeds. And then there's something that I would like to challenge you on. All right. So we all have got our different streaming services. We make use of Prime Video or Netflix or Hulu. Well, it's not actually easy in South Africa, but Hulu or Showmax. And I want to make this following statement. I want to challenge you to get a new streaming subscription and that is to audible now once you connect to audible once a month you will be able to have premium products or else you would just be able to connect to the book that you are currently or certain older books that you can stream and you can listen to it while you're driving training whatever the case might be just in order for your mind and your imagination to actually work a bit harder than what it would work when you're watching Plain Netflix or whatever the case might be. So from myself, just remember, get that thing, get um, Audible, get the subscription. It is a bit expensive, but do remember that you can't actually put a price on knowledge. It is totally worth your while and you will not, not, not look back and feel sad by the fact that you've spent the money because you will be more intelligent at the end of it. Given over to you. Thank you so much, Charles. You know, I really love you talking about uh, Audible uh, because I think it fits so well into um, actually our segment of a better version of you, Uh, particularly because if you want to pursue a better version of yourself, believe it or not, but reading, uh, reading is quite an important one. Now, you might be thinking, given, ugh, now you want me to go read books. <laughs> and I understand because I'm one of those people who I learn better and more effectively uh, when I am actually listening and watching content more than anything. So a lot of people, writers, put so many secrets in their books. And this being 2022, we have absolutely no excuse as to why we do not immerse ourselves in literature. Because nowadays it is accessible in audio format. I mean, I've been really, really hammering myself and asking myself, why are you not investing more time in listening to the word, right? Because now it's available, it's accessible right here in my pocket. Um, I've even bought the the, the word from, from Audible, actually. I remember I spent a hefty amount of money to make sure that I have the word of God in, in audio format. And I can listen to it on a plane. I can listen to it as I drive. I can listen to it anywhere that I am in the world, regardless of where I am, and no one can arrest me for it because no one can see it. No one can, uh, you know, intimidate me for doing so. So I, I really do encourage us to take advantage of this. Aud- audiobooks are not cheap, but the subscription does make it that much cheaper. And I think if you're on a mission to produce a better version of yourself, then the price is absolutely worth it. 
it is absolutely worth it. Now, since we are not in a better version of you, I know that I've brought us back. (laughs) But I just want us to uh, talk about what I mentioned earlier, the relationship between Facebook and Snapchat. Now, these two companies have always had a very, very big rivalry. They've never been friends since the very beginning. Um, And I, I was listening to a video essay that basically breaks down and explains uh, why exactly have these companies not had a good relationship with one another? Um, now, if you're listening to this, depending on, w- on what part of the world you're listening to this to, um, you might be thinking to yourself, Snapchat, what is even that? Who uses Snapchat? Like here in South Africa, not a lot of people actually use Snapchat as a social app. A lot of people in South Africa use Snapchat as a, a, a secondary camera to whatever camera came with their phone, as a camera app, because of all the beautiful filters that it comes with. Um, Honestly speaking, Snapchat has very little competition in that area. They're very innovative when it comes to filters. Um, And of course... A, a, a very a lot of young people in other countries still do use it as a a social platform where there is content and there is a it is a messaging system where uh, uh, um, Americans young Americans actually use Snapchat as a way of sending text to one another. So instead of sending an SMS or a WhatsApp, they use Snapchat. And the beauty of Snapchat is the fact that nothing lives forever there. Um, so whatever you share now. Um, and you, it's timed, right? It's not going to be available tomorrow or next week. Whatever picture you send uh, to your, I don't know, uh, significant other or friend, um, and you don't want them to use it to incriminate you <laughs> sometime down the line, um, then that's that's the place where you do it. You do it on Snap Snapchat. Now, Snapchat, when it began, it really, really, they, they, the, 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 the founders had a very tough time Um, coming up with a way of selling this product and explaining it to investors in such a way that they're willing to buy it. Um, And they eventually found a way and found a way to do it in in a way that it it attracts particularly young people. Believe it or not, initially they they wanted to attract everybody, but then they realized that their demographic, it's young teenagers. So they started flooding the platform. And then came Facebook knocking at Snapchat's door. <laughs> and and that's where I, I, I was I was quite intrigued as I was listening to this video essay and I was like, what would Facebook want with a company like Snapchat, right? And of course, we've 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 seen that ever since Facebook bought uh, 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 WhatsApp and in and Instagram, that they are trying to be the biggest social platform on planet Earth to a point of violating a lot of anti-competitive uh, laws, right? Uh, or, or yeah, yeah. So they 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 want to be very they're very anti-competitive, which is not good, not not good at all. Um, but now, the thing about these two companies, Snapchat and, and Facebook, is Facebook came knocking at Snapchat's door wanting to buy them. Uh, but the Snapchat uh, uh, founders said no initially. Um, and then Snapchat had a lot of financial problems. They struggled to make a profit because they don't work on adverts. Um, and it's very diff. You know, just because your app is used by millions of people, it doesn't mean that it's, it is going to be profitable. You still need to figure out a way of monetizing. And Silicon Valley is quite, quite infamous um, with this thing of building these tech giants that don't really make any income. They just hardly even break even, but they absolutely 
do not make a profit. They build them for many, many years with the hope of this company growing in value and then they'll eventually sell it off. Um, so that was the idea behind Snapchat. Now, the interesting thing is that Facebook later on came and actually offered to, I think at first they offered them around hundreds of millions and then later they came and offered them billions. Now, they were still in their, I think in their early 30s, the founders of Snapchat, if I remember correctly. Now, for me, being that age and being offered that much money, I have to be honest with you that I would have absolutely sold. I think they were offering them about $3 billion or something like that. I would have absolutely sold. Like, I would be set for life. Now, obviously, knowing Snapchat, seeing where it is right now, it's not part of the Facebook conglomerate or Facebook changed its name to Meta. So it's not part of the uh, the Meta umbrella. It's not under, it doesn't fall under the that umbrella. Um, so Snapchat has actually now even gone beyond, as we've mentioned before, being just a so- an app to socialize on. Uh, Snapchat is now known as a camera company. In fact, if you go onto their website, snap.com, um, it, it's no longer, it doesn't even identify as Snapchat anymore. Uh, the company that is, uh, the app still absolutely does. So the company is now known as Snap Inc. Uh, and it says, literally on their website, it says, Snap Inc. is a camera company. We believe that reinventing the camera represents our greatest opportunity to improve the way people live and communicate. We contribute to human progress by empowering people to express themselves, live in the moment, learn about the world and have fun together. I love that. Now, I am a person who is in love with cameras. I love cameras. Um, I hope I own cameras right now and I hope to own many more in the future. And I absolutely do understand the significance of improving the state of cameras as they are today. I understand it completely. Um, So I I can see this becoming a success for Snapchat and I can see them actually tapping into a much wider market. Um, I don't know what their plans are for the future, mind you. And I would not even want to begin uh, predicting what direction are they actually planning to go uh, with this. But they've already invented uh, these glasses that allow you to see the world in in an augmented reality Um, and actually the glasses uh, that uh, allow you to record whatever you see so if you're going on a hike or you're a tourist going into another country you can actually use these glasses to record everything that you see and not only that but you're doing it from your perspective so from your height from the in you record the world the way that you saw it uh interesting thing actually the human eye sees in a 115 degrees celsius so 115 degrees right um so that actually they've designed this the, the glasses to also record at 115 degrees to basically represent the human eye so that when you watch this content in future you're literally reliving the experience of you being where you were at the time and i think that is absolutely amazing many of us might be thinking to ourselves nah i don't have use for this i absolutely do not have use for this But in the same breath, I absolutely love innovation. Um, I love it when companies and people take the risk of of, of just thinking ahead and reinventing themselves. And I think even though mostly it's companies that do this and not people, 
Um, I really do wish more people would think in this way, right? Not reinvent yourself in such a way that you, you know, you, you just unnecessarily, but reinvent yourself for the sake of improvement and remaining relevant um, and, and just understanding that you're a being that is morphable. You're able to change. You morph. You're fluid. Um, and, and when you understand that, then you begin to challenge yourself to a state of or, or a, a perpetual reinvention of yourself um, and of course I mean we've, we've stayed a bit long in this uh, place of uh, uh, talking about Snapchat um, so right now I want to move on a bit because there is so many things that are happening within the tech industry we cannot cover all of them um, Netflix right as Charles loves mentioning and talking about uh, these subscriptions that he was talking about earlier so I wanted to mention that Netflix quite interestingly enough right has recently uh, decided to raise their prices again um, and and yeah yeah it's something that we've, we've we've just echoed and we've spoken about but now it leaves a lot of us wondering like how are you going to uh, replace that how are you going to find a way of um, 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 you know, finding your, your content. And I'm wondering, honestly, because this usually happens, I'm wondering if Snap, if, if, if Netflix isn't shooting themselves in the foot, right? And what I mean by that is, are they not, with their raising of prices, making it more attractive for people to go and commit piracy? Um, and it's a question that I'm asking myself because the more you raise prices for people, the more people tend to try and find alternatives. So it's either they will resort to piracy, right, or they will resort to subscribing on other platforms that are able to afford and, and, and give them lower prices. And Amazon is number one at that. Right. And Disney is a juggernaut that can come at a very, very low price. So, I mean, even though Netflix has raised its prices recently and they've included games, I don't play those mobile games that they offer. So I don't feel like they're offering me any more value. Um, which actually just makes me wonder whether you feel that Netflix is still worth uh, keeping around, even though they 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 I mean they've raised prices, but even though they've given you some quote unquote greater value by adding games, do you still think that it's worth it? Um, and then another thing, the last thing I wanted to get into um, is oh my goodness, guys! Like I am sold to the idea that in the next 15 to 20 years we're really going to see a huge chunk of the world beginning to transform and using a lot of electrical vehicles like i know i know i sound insane <laughs> well maybe not insane i mean i don't sound as insane as the person who predicted the cell phone right uh but i genuinely am convinced that the entire world we're going to see it in many many more countries the 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 more the year this decade progresses but i really do believe that it's it's going to start hitting south africa at very affordable prices we are all going to be driving electrical vehicles. And this is very interesting to me because it begs the question of what's going to happen to dealerships? What's going to happen to fueling stations? Are they all just going to turn into charging stations now? And are we now, instead of uh, struggling with petrol prices, are we going to have electricity prices? What's going to happen in countries that struggle with load shedding, right? 
uh, when 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 cars become more electrical than 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 um, these internal combustion vehicles that we're currently using. Now you might think we don't have a need for this, believe it or not, but uh, internal combustion vehicles are a huge waste and they destroy nature in an incredible way. So electrifying vehicles is something that we need to do. And one of the reasons I'm so convinced that we're going to see a huge transformation in less than a decade from now um, is because a lot of governments are on board with that transformation coming sooner rather than later. Um, So it it really, really makes me think of all those people who say, who make the excuse that they're not tech savvy. You know, they, you, you try to show them how to do something on their phone and they're like, just do it for me. The future is technology. And that's the thing that's scary for me when it comes to those people. Getting jobs will depend on how tech savvy you are in the very near future. Um, and I think with our conversation and in context with the, uh, or in theme, keeping in theme with our discussion for for, Mar- for March, the discussions that we've ha- been having, um, I want to say that if you want to remain employable, then continue to educate yourself about the technologies that are coming out. I'm not saying that every piece of technology deserves to exist or has a divine right to exist, but we do need to be educated in how this technology works, not only so that we'll be able to use it and and, and keep up with the times, but also so that we know what technology not to use right to know enough to know what technology not to use so that's what that that's where we're going to end it for tonight the show is not over we're still continuing with the music and the wonderful conversations we still have our discussion for this evening and remember that tonight we are talking about what job opportunities will allow you to work full time at home You know, what jobs can you look out for that are going to allow you to work from home, just your laptop, your coffee, chilling in your underwears and wearing a T-shirt and working from home, being productive and making money. I think, you know, there was a time when human beings used to uh, calculate their wealth based on how much they're producing in their own yards, right? When we owned our own farms and cattle um, until corporate corporates came, or not even corporates, until capitalism turned that into uh, those situations where companies, you know, companies owned everything, But yeah, we're going to be talking about that. Do not go anywhere. Uh, For now, we're going to take a little breather and be back right after this.